The following is brought to you in part by MFC Studios. The views of the show's host and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the management, owners, or staff of this radio station. And now, it came from the radio. Toy and welcome once again to a game from Real the official of the Big Apple Con. This is your host, Mark Torres, speaking. With me in the GHR studio, we have our very own senior correspondent, Charlie Saladino. Yabba Toys in the attic. And we have our <laughs> very own console comic, Dominic Definition Man Sperano. Toys! Toys! Toys in the attic! <laughs> and we have from GHR, uh, Engineer Zambo. Hello! And we have a, a special co host, uh, guest, co guest, Sean. Host. Guest host uh, person? Pick one. Co-host. <laughs> Special co-host guest. There we go. Special co-host guest, Sean. Does he have a last name? Does Sean have a last name? Kiernan. Kiernan, do you have a do you have a title? No. <laughs> okay. Speak into the mic. Move that closer. <laughs> Move it all the way. Uh, Pretend like it's a woman and get real close. There Sean, we go. Sean <laughs> came all the way. Wow, I I sound like Mr. Haney for a minute. <laughs> Mr. Douglas. Uh, Sean came all the way from Lake Grove to be with us today. Oh, well. You're Why? Here. <laughs> because my car took him there. That's all. Do the thing. Do the thing. That one. That one. Do it again. Yay! It. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so on this week's show, we're going to have um, from the Long Island Comic Expo, Greg Iosa. He'll be either in the studio or calling in. We're going to find out. <laughs> I love how awesome. tight a shippery run here. It's going to be well. He's going to be here in some way, shape, or form. Either. I'm trying yeah, to space in person or spiritually on the phone. Maybe we should all join hands maybe. and contact the living. We'll <laughs> be coming in. Hang on, um, I think I have a book for the recently deceased. But yes. before we do any of that, it's like what? <laughs> we're going to. Uh, I hope this works. We're going to uh, take it away with the news. Ah! <laughs> one more time. One more time. I, I've been trying to fix things on the back end to make sure it works. So try one more time. Uh, yeah, we'll wait, 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 and news. one more. Is that one? There we there. go. We're gonna take it away with the news. Got it. Okay. Trying to fix things on the background. I'm so sorry. That's why it's like it keeps the You don't itself. apologize for nothing. No. I you, bow. my friend, you bow to no one. <laughs> the news is brought to you in part by the fine folks of the Big Apple Con, which we are the official radio show of. Celebrating over 23 years of pop culture and comic book stuff. For more information, go to www.bigapplecc.com. Their next convention, which is the Big Apple Christmas Con, will be on December 14th. Um, they have uh, headliners have been announced. So they have Sam J. Jones, none other than Flash Gordon himself. Oh, my himself. God. Flash! And uh, <laughs> Peter Scolari is going to be on Peter there. Scolari. Oh, my God. From Bosom Buddies? Bosom yeah. Buddies. All the way from Bosom Buzzy. Bosom Buzzy Buzzy? Busy, 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 yeah. Busy, busy, busy. Buzz, buzz, busy. They're going to be there. Uh, legendary artist Jim Stranko and uh, Russ Braun, who is uh, cool. drawing on uh, The Boys, the comic. So he's going to cool. be there, uh, too. Ooh, um, not yet. No, no, no. That, that was an accident. As I told, <laughs> once again, just trying to make things work. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're good. Oh, We're good. We're good. Man. It didn't get recorded in. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. So let's start off with the sad news. Uh, sad news. Actor. We need to have sad news music. We should. You know uh, what we need? We need to that. use uh, the the sad theme song from The Incredible Hulk. Oh, Ooh. him walking away with the walking away. Yeah. 
And then while we're Gina in the studio. likes that idea. While well, we're in the studio. Marky we, likes it. We should see Stewie walking away. Right. Well, well, yeah, right there. Well, because yeah. you know, um, the Incredible Hulk, the TV Incredible Hulk died. And that was the end. Is that in the death of the Incredible Hulk? Yes. And then at the very end, when he died and they pull away from him dying, that's the song they play. So that's the last thing you hear with the Incredible Hulk in it. So, But he yeah. ain't walking. See, yeah. now, tell me this is not good sad news who died music. It is. Actually. I have, every once in a while, I have a good idea. So we can we can play that again in one second because I forgot to mention the Patreons. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. oh my God. So, so then wait, in that, so that, in that off, case, then. News. We need happy music now. <laughs> No, oh, you know that was a bit of Patreon. <laughs> no, you know what you need? Can you pull up the Ted DiBiase "Money, Money, Money"? Oh, of course. Entrance music. Yeah, yeah. This is this is for the Patreon. For the Patreons, yeah. So we do the shout out for the Patreons, of which music. there are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, there you go. Patreons of which they are: <laughs> Danny Grillo. Award-winning Jared, uh, director Jerry Burrell, Two Sentence Horror, Millie Portez, Kyle Horn, Dresden Media, Unjikun, and Shadow Rabbit Art. Do you know you do a karate chop every single time you say his name? Do I really? You really yes. do. Well, I have to. I have to. I have to. Uh, I'm, he's got to get the insinuation yes, down. Yes. I'm offended. <laughs> it's the beauty uh, of yeah. voice acting. It's he's not even Asian. <laughs> it's like, but you still go Unjikun every time. <laughs> All right, so I'll, I'll make sure oh, that I refrain from doing the 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 unji He's dude, not going to get it right. I just find it hilarious. He's not going to get that. it right. You can do whatever no, you want. No, it's I'm it's not. it's. I'm I think not. it's great. Ah, uh, so now we can go for the sad news. Ready for the sad news now? Sad okay. news. Uh, hold on. <laughs> All right. Actor and legendary comedian Rip Taylor died recently from an epileptic seizure. Rip. Wow. Rip. Um, Rip was the carrot top of his time, with a touch of Liberace thrown in for good measure. Best known for throwing confetti wherever he went, appearing on such shows as The Gong Show, Password, The Merv Griffin Show, The Mike Douglas Show, The Tonight Show, The Late Night with David Letterman, just to name a few. Rip also appeared in such films as Repossessed, Silence of the Hams, just to name a few. Um, of note, Rip uh, hosted his own beauty pageant parody show called The $1.98 Beauty Show, where the grand prize was a bouquet of rotten vegetables. Um, Rip is survived by his longtime partner Robert Fortney, and in lieu of flowers, they're asking that donations be made to the Thailands. Uh, he was 84. Charlie, uh, you familiar with? Uh, oh yeah, he Rip? was. He was hysterical. He was. Uh, every time he was on, he would bring a um, shopping bag of confetti, and he, it was his bit. He'd run around throw throwing confetti at, at people, at, at people, <laughs> and then, then when he was empty, he'd take the bag and, and put, put it over somebody's head. head. Yeah. And and it was well known that Rip Rip Taylor had a wig, because during the course of his act, he would put a handkerchief between it and clean yeah. his head. <laughs> yeah, he was he was a wild and crazy guy. He was one of the, one of the one of the uh, original, wild and, and crazy, crazy guy. guy. One of the original uh, comedians, comedians. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. yeah. So moving on for more sad news. Mm-hmm. Um, legendary actor Robert Forrester also died recently yep. from brain cancer. Robert appeared in such films as, here we go, Reflections in a Golden Eye, The Stalking Moon, Avalanche, The Black Hole, Vigilante, The Delta Force, Satan's Princess, Maniac Cop Part 3, Badge of Silence, American Yakuza, Scanners, The Showdown, 
Um, Guns and Lipstick, the original Gangsters, Jackie Brown, Psycho, the remake, uh, Supernova, Me, Myself, and Irene, Mulholland Drive, Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle, D Wars, The Bannon Way, The Descendants, Olympus Has Fallen, London Has Fallen, Acts of Vengeance, and El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie, just to name a few. On the small screen, Robert appeared in such shows as Judd for the Defense, Banyan, Nakia, Police Story, the original Magnum P.I., Tales from the Dark Side, Murder, She Wrote, Once a Hero, Jake and the Fat Man, P.S. I Love You, Silk Stockings, Walker, Texas Ranger, One West Waikiki, Tom McFarlane Spawn, the animated one, Godzilla series, the animated one, Fast Lane, Karen Sisko, The Grid, Huff, Numbers, Desperate Housewives, Heroes, Transformers <clears throat> Prime, Last Man Standing, Breaking Bad, Backstrom, and Twin Peaks, just to name a few. Whew! Wow. He was in a lot Quite of a lot. stuff. <laughs> he was a uh, spry seventy-eight. Wow. Yeah, that was, that's, that's not that old. It's yeah. it's weird because um, I was going through the the intertubes as I tend to do, and I came across the old um, uh, blog I used to have for this for our old show, which was it came from the radio. And put it, and I noticed that we had done a. That's a fascinating title for your original old show. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, we have a new show now. It's called It, it came, came From, from the, the radio. radio. Yes, we do. How Brought about to you that? by the fella from It Came, came from, from the, the Radio. radio. So, Who happened to be the creator of Sun Burst. Uh, yeah, Sunburst. Yes. Woo! So um, <laughs> I was... That character that just set comics on fire. Yes. Mm. I was mentioning um, a review... Well, because she's hot. She's yeah, Sunburst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was mentioning a review of the movie D-Wars, mm-hmm. and I was reading it, and I was like, wow... I don't remember seeing this movie. I don't remember this movie exists, and yet I had an ex- uh, 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 elusive, elaborate description of this movie, D-Wars. Clearly, huh. it really left an impression. So then, because <laughs> my my past self said how crazy this movie was, I went on YouTube, and I watched it again. I was like, holy crap, and Robert Forrester was in that movie, and then he dies like two days later. So I was like, wow, what are the chances of that all the universe coming <clears throat> together for him? To pass away. As Sometimes things happen that way. You see people, uh, you see actors, and next thing you know. Yeah, because right. I'm watching the movie. I'm like, hey, I know that guy. I didn't remember his name. I know that guy. And then he was that. That was Robert's thing. He was everybody. Was that guy. That guy knew that guy. Yeah. And he was in everything that people knew. That guy's in everything. Yeah. And so that guy. He's one of the. Yeah. I, there are a lot of actors that are like, oh, that guy. Yeah. That guy. He's one of them. He, he was one of them because yeah. he's been in just about every movie because, Jesus, I said like 30,000 well, movies oh, okay. and, and he has I didn't like know he was missing. 1,500 more. Um, <laughs> so moving on to, to more happier news. So let's go with that first clip that you did. Oh, yes. So right. Way to cue a guy. From huh? the... Oh, my God, we killed you. What do you mean, we? I was right here. Department. I have no idea what that was. I don't. You know what I so said? That was, Mark said was that from the Ida Deba from department. <laughs> yeah, that was from uh, Mystery Men when they're all when they all killed Captain Amazing. So we had um, Hank Azaria uh, was saying, "Oh my God, we killed him!" And then William H Macy says, "What do you mean we?" I was standing over here because he was all in the corner while they were trying to figure out how to rescue him, and they in turn killed him by accident. That was yep. what that clip was, and that was from the department. So what does that have to do with the piece of news? Actress well, Felicity Huffman reported to federal prison to begin her two-week stint as a sentence for her role in a college admission scam. Rep says Miss Huffman is prepared to serve the term of imprisonment ordered as one part of the punishment 
She then will begin serving the remainder of the sentence, which is one year of supervised release, with conditions including 250 hours of community service when she is released. For those of you not paying attention, the actress was found guilty of paying $15,000 to cheat on the SATs and boost her daughter's test scores. Felicity says, in a letter to the court, Hoffman tried... I want to know, though, like, why is she going down for this? But and I love William H. Macy. How is he somehow scot free on this? You're telling me? Well, that's what the clip was for. What do you mean? We I was standing over here. Uh, So we we all 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 work together. Uh, All right. now. So you know what she could have done with that fifteen thousand dollars donated to the Patreon had a night out with Dom. That's right. Just saying. Yeah. Could have done that. Actually, a night and a half because it's only ten grand. So true. How many? A night and a beautiful breakfast. How many years in prison? Uh, two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Like, two how weeks. many years? Two so weeks. Guess, now, now it's a federal. It was a federal cl- case. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's why it's a federal prison because anything that under a year, you're not supposed to actually be in prison. You're supposed to be in jail. Yeah. People don't realize there's a difference between jail prison. and prison. Yeah. Yeah. But I John guess Snyder went federal. to jail. <laughs> yeah, he went to prison because I guess because day. it's federal. But you know, it's also federal minimum security. <laughs> yeah. But prison. now she'll be out in 24 hours on good behavior. If she was Madonna, she wouldn't have got any time, no service. She would have got away scot free because Madonna is the only one that she could say, I'm going to blow up the White House and get away with it. Madonna allegedly says that, not Charlie. Please don't look yes. for him. Right. These um, aren't working again because I was going for the cricket. Damn it. Uh, try the middle button, overview, and then latch. I hit it again. Hey. <laughs> So, (laughs) what a a reference that no one cared about. (laughs) Felicity says, in my desperation to be a good mother, I talked myself into believing that I was doing a grieving daughter. I I believe I was doing in giving my daughter a fair shot. I see the irony in that statement now because what I have done is the opposite of fair. I have broken the law, deceived educational community, berated my daughter, betrayed my daughter, and and failed my family. Her daughter had more than a fair shot just being her daughter. Is she... Just beginning to see the <laughs> irony in it, and not when it was happening. No, that's a that's a lie. I am deeply yeah. ashamed uh-huh. of that's what I have done. At she the end of the day, only because she I got have caught. A choice to make, right. I and could have wrong. said no. There are no excuses or justifications for my actions. Period. And I especially want to apologize to the students who worked hard every day to get into college. And oh the man! Who make tremendous sacrifices oh, to support their oh, children. Man. You know what she could do well, to really that's make why up for she only it? Got, Pay my right. student debt. That's why she yeah. only got two weeks. Just mine. Yeah. No one else. If you remember, um, Lori well, no, Lachlan. She, she was smart. Has, She's like, I'm cutting a deal and that's it. Lori yeah. Lachlan yeah. has doubled down and be like, I yeah. did nothing wrong. Right. I'm going to see what happens. So, yeah. yeah. So, as, as a college student there, Sean, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? Do you feel that Felicity Huffman took, took your, your possibility <laughs> of getting into Harvard? Or wait, wait, where is she sending no, her kid? I don't know. Some, some, no, some. I don't think so. No. You don't think so? No. no. Sorry. Whoa. Whoa. That was a little, Wrong mic. Uh, yeah. That was me. Sorry. Yeah, we're good. You got to get closer. All the way. There you go. There you go. There you go. I'm up. There yeah. you go. So what, what do you think about this whole uh, college stand? As a college student yourself, or do you not care one bit? Uh, to be honest with you, I don't care one bit at all. I, I, I honestly care. think this, this <laughs> entire thing is completely Wait overblown. until you get the bill. I don't care. Then you're going to know how yeah. much of an yeah. anger you can yeah. get. Yeah. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> I honestly don't think there's one college student out there who actually cares about Felicity Huffman's daughter or Olivia Jade not in really. terms of taking no. their slot no. in college. No. I just care if some there's person's going to hit me in the Target parking lot so I can finally say, pay some student debt, but you know, that's just what's going to happen. Yeah. So her husband, actor William H. Macy, while initially named in the scandal- He's got scandal, that shameless money. He did oh, not yeah, he commit does. a crime. So he's 
He's like, I'm not Frankly, involved with this garbage. I, he's I, like, I, I, what do you mean I, we? I'm, I'm over, over here. here. Yeah, basically, he's just like, <laughs> what look, honey, I'm a Chicago shooting shameless. You do whatever. <laughs> I don't want to know about yeah, it. Yeah, That's yeah. essentially what he's saying. I'll yeah. see you for he's dinner like, in, in November. But right. for now, you got your problems. I'm filming. He's I, like, I'll, I'll, I make the money. I'll she does you, everything I'll else. I'll see you in two weeks. That's what he's saying. Ba- yeah. Basically. <laughs> two weeks. Two week vacation. Yay. I mean, look. It's people like oh she's like, going to federal prison Ch- she's chose. going to federal Charles looks like he's minimum. he's bitten at the what no I mean, I mean he chose to do the uh, he did do the Schultz uh, take the Schultz path I know nothing I know nothing I don't do anything I know nothing I, I see nothing I, I hear nothing. nothing Hogan yeah basically he's uh, like I don't know what you're talking about I was busy over here with Emmy Rossum yeah uh, leave me out of this I was I was shooting yeah, married, that wonderful movie yeah. uh, Wild Hogs yeah I know. yeah you know. yeah alright so moving along no we're not moving along no no, oh, wait, we, no. we want to stay on this. on this what, what do you got yeah. what do you we got still, we got a couple do- more jokes yeah <laughs> we got a bit here this is going she's do- yeah she's doing two <laughs> weeks in two weeks. federal minimum security prison yes yeah. Um, aside from the intake and the outtake, I really, you know, because they check you in every single possible place they can check you. I oh. really don't think she's going to have that rough of a time in prison. Don't. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. Like, don't. I don't feel. I honestly don't know why she's even doing prison time. She's probably going to walk out and go, "It was nothing like oranges in a black." No, you know why? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know why? Because the book comes later. Oh yeah. That's right. right. Yeah, that's, that's a- why. What if this would be amazing? One more whole of a woman thing cheated. <laughs> she like did this in per- as on research, per- not on research. Oh. She did this because her career is kind of lagging and she needs like a jolt. And then mm, this will make perfect. everyone talk. Then the book comes out, and then everyone's right. and then she's on, and then she gets a you know, and she then, gets a small TV deal on Lifetime. Well, right, and, yeah. then, yeah. Up. Yeah, yeah. and then the money she makes from the book, she bribes somebody to get her kid into medical school. Done. You yeah. know what's weird? This is all a way for her to get. Re, uh, sports night rebooted. I yes. think <laughs> that's what this is about, code, ladies and gentlemen. So with, that's what this is about. As as a side note, she actually <laughs> you weren't even alive when Sports Nine came out. Don't no. you hear yeah. that, Mulder? As, we got as, another mystery. As a no. side note, <laughs> she actually is starring in a new movie produced by, directed by Amy Jo Johnson. So it's kind of funny that she can't even promote funny. that movie. Or can she? Because on. now mm-hmm. when they say that she's there, blah blah blah, no she's one, going to be in this upcoming movie. No one has asked. Amy Jo Johnson. What do you think about this whole scandal? So she's been kind of silent on the well, whole. Well, does Amy Jo have a college-age daughter? Or... No, but see, she, she directed the movie that starred Felicity Huffman so, in it. So I think that's kind of So I'm sure Amy Jo wasn't making the plans with uh, Felicity. No, but I'm saying but it's it's a controversial topic, but they're kind of staying they away. They can't, yeah, Amy Jo can't say anything. I don't that. even know why she's, like, she really does not, this is not a crime that warrants imprisonment, certainly not in federal. They're making it a... 15. She, th- they're basically making an example of her. I Look, think the example is going to come with uh, Lori Loughlin. <laughs> I mean, they literally do prison where you can go and where you spend your weekends in prison. Like, yeah. just do that. Have her go yeah. do weekend prison. When that happens, Lori will know the meaning of full house. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. There we go. Um, all right. So moving on. All right. So we're ready for the next clip. Uh, yes, we are. The... No, the no. other one. The other one. <laughs> Click. This one. Okay. Ready? Awesome. All right. Go. All right. All right. So from the is it really though department, Zoltan Krisko, manager of the estate of Hungarian composer Gregory Vulcan, is suing Marvel, Disney, Fox, Apple, Amazon, and other media companies connected to X Men: The Animated Series. So they could just say, "I'm suing Bob Iger," and then this would be a nice. Wait a minute, we're just gonna let that go. 
basically. His name is Voltan? Zoltan. Zoltan. Oh, Zoltan. Zoltan. I thought um, his mother liked It's a good reading. Hungarian name. Zoltan yeah. the Unsuable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't so, he part of the Dreadnoughts and G.I. Joe? <laughs> so, so stating that- He's Zartan's brother, right? <laughs> Anyway, continue. <laughs> so stating that the theme song. At least I got him to go. Like, to oh, the aforementioned series. Hit that again one more time. Uh oh. So you got to be ready ah, multiple times. I forgot you had it multiple times. Ready? Here he goes. And got it. From this song right here. Right was swiped from the Hungarian police comedy slash thriller series Linda, which had a successful run from 1984 to 1991. All right, play the other one. All right, so. All right, here we go. Wait, wait, here it comes. Coming. Not to mention, this is a pretty good theme song. Here we go. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wait. Is that Perry Mason? No, this is Perry the. Mason. This is. Perry Mason is. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah! Good, yeah! Um, so that is. Now we have to check out Perry Mason's theme song. Hold Perry on. Mason's theme song? Alright. Yeah. Not not the Ozzy Osbourne song. No, okay. the Perry Mason. I just want to make sure Perry the Mason meets the Untouchables. Dun, 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 dun. Alright, this is Perry Mason. I'm gonna speed it up. No, it's alright. It's ready. It's gonna start in a second. Dun, dun. Nah, no, that's nothing about it. Wait, wait, it's coming. We gotta wait those couple seconds. It's always a build up. Oh! oh! Yeah, see? So, so the estate of Perry Mason may also have to <laughs> the join a class action correspondent comes through again. When you mentioned it, I was like, oh, okay. yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I used to, yeah, so. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, so. Uh, well done. Um, well Zoltan. Done believes the television Sorry. executives involved in the creation of X-Men the Animated Series uh, would have heard the Linda theme song while networking with members of the Hungarian film industry during the 1980s. <laughs> oh, uh, Zoltan because also claims that a lot of people networked with the Hungarian well, film industry. Well, yes. well, because it was Fox, and Fox had a lot of uh, people with um, Saban Entertainment and therefore could have heard that song Back then, because he was working with Sh- uh, Shuki Levy, who made a whole bunch of television songs, and that's where the logic comes into. Um, Zoltan also claims that he never heard the X-Men animated series theme song until 2017, which is why it's taken him so long to file suit. Uh, for those of you not paying attention, X-Men the animated series aired for five seasons in 1992 through 1997, producing a total of 76 episodes, and has been rumored to be coming back for a sixth season on the new That'd be amazing service. So... Does it sound like it? Does it not sound like it? What, what we? Oh no, it sounds like it. Oh no, it's totally, oh my it's God. totally a doable case. And yeah. I think if the Perry Mason owners of the copyright yeah. jump in on this, I feel like they got a big lawsuit on their yeah. hands, or at least some definite ev- evidence of someone's using something here, and we got to figure this out. Like now, yeah, but unfortunately, that's I think everybody and except the uh, family of the Perry Mason people, <laughs> I think they're all gone. And, yeah. and Perry Mason came first because they, oh, yeah. they had the original. Yeah. And then oh, they yeah. did the remake of Paramount when they brought it back and they updated the song. Right. And then came the, the, the Hungarian Linda. Oh, and yeah. then came the X-Men. So if um, he wins, <laughs> so if now, Zoltan wins, 
then I think it would give a really strong case to the Perry Mason. That Perry Mason will win like two other with, with yeah. the uh, Linda that's, thing. That's, that's so wild. That'd be crazy. That is very nicely done, Charlie. I gotta get Thank you. Have Thank you, you heard, though? Like, there's some Good night, that... Long Island. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Can we just say that also Perry Mason is owned by Paisano Productions? <laughs> oh. I just want to put that out there right now. Maybe. Bada boom. Bada boom. Anyway, continue. It'll be like, hey, I heard that song somewhere before. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. You know, there was like a claim, though, that John Williams stole the Star Wars theme. I did not know that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, did he was... Google that. Did he Google that? Did he steal it from Superman? I'm kind of curious. <laughs> like I'm in Van Google that. Google that. Write that down. The same thing. That's the new version. Write yeah. that down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Google that. So while while he's doing that, we're going to move on to our next bit of news from the... That's a lot of nuts! ...department. Um, the film Joker now stands as Warner Brothers' biggest hit of the year with a still-growing worldwide box office of $543 million dollars of which $96.2 million was from the opening weekend alone, which makes it the highest grosses opening for an October release. Experts say not only did Joker overperform in North America, but also internationally, where acclaim, buzz, and controversy surrounding the film resonated strongly with moviegoers who put the film at the top of their cinematic priority list. Movies that have become a part of the general conserv- conservation. Oh, conservation due to the controversial nature of those that transcend their status as a movie to become a cultural event. And this is exactly what happened with the Joker. I saw it and I thoroughly liked it, by the way. I did see Joker. I liked it. Um, uh, I'm I'm not saying it was the best, but I definitely enjoyed it. How was Joaquin? Joaquin was uh, quite good as the Joaquin, (laughs) as I say. Joaquin was good as Joaquin. That is God awful, both of you. I know. Speaking I've been of calling it all week. the Joker film. Nobody. By the way, Greg, uh, our guest, actually Greg said is, is on is on the Facebook Live. He's on the Facebook Live, and he said, "Would you agree that uh, X Men is one of the best uh, <laughs> cartoons ever made?" I mean, yeah. definitely one of the Just better saying. superhero cartoons. Yeah. Yes, for its time. Yes. Yeah, for its time, superhero cartoons were banging. Um, so, Greg, that since you're listening on the Facebook Live, I will tell you when to call in, unless you're going to make it down here when we take our break. So, good Let job us know, being ASAP. there. This is kind of, this is, this is modern technology is, uh, at its finest. Um, so, speaking of the Joker film. This is what we call meta. <laughs> none, yeah, <laughs> it's meta. None other than Marvel writer Dan Slott had this to say about the movie. Oh, yeah, he hated Dan it. Dan <laughs> said, saw the Joker tonight, loved Dark Knight and Wonder Woman, thought Aquaman and Shazam were fun. Can't wait for Harley Quinn. This isn't an anti-DC thing. Joker was bad. (coughs) Real bad. Joaquin Phoenix's performance was a good thing in a bad movie. Also, Joker was a bad movie. Instead of watching (laughs) The Joker, just go and watch The King of Comedy instead. It's a better movie. Trust me. Those most frustra- the most frustrating thing about the Joker movie, there are so many excellent DC comics that dance around the Joker's <clears throat> origin. Any of those, just using the comic pages of storyboards, would have made a far better movie than what they put up on the screen. Just when you think the Joker movie can't get any worse, they found a way to incorporate a scene which, already we've, which we've already seen too many times in superhero movies. If you saw Joker, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That was the rancid little cherry on top of this god-awful movie. Of course, the internet backlash was swift and merciless. Uh, However, Dan fought back by saying, Me, here's my opinion on something. Angry Twitter guy, you're wrong. Me, do people not get how opinions work? Dan goes on to say, 
Watching mm. a dark story about an anti-hero can be captivating. See Breaking Bad, The Shield, many other character arts in The Wire, how it's paced, and why they make their choices, how much you're willing to empathize with them, and for how long, and these can all be exciting things. But it has to be earned. You can't shorthand it by imitating other better films, Taxi Driver, King of Comedy, Falling Down, Fight Club, etc., if it's not paced out well. If the character goes too far too quickly, why should we continue to be invested in them? Sacking the deck against the character isn't character development. Being dark for dark's sake isn't a theme. Rich equals bad, poor equals good isn't a hot take. Good cinematography, score, and even an excellent performance doesn't fix the meal if the recipe is bad. Imagine if you put your best driver in the world in a very expensive car but somehow built the track so that it goes down a very boring, predictable road and then into a wall or off a cliff. <laughs> the only reason I have clarified and explained my point is because so many people in my mentions asked me to. This is me harping on something over and over. This is me replying to a lot of you who have asked my response. I think I've said all I'm going to say on it. Are we good? No. So, no, I want to be mad. I don't want to be I wrong. Saw I want to be Did mad. Did you see Joker? Joey? Joker? I'm sorry. I wasn't listening to you. Did you see Joker? Uh, uh, no. Okay. I, I haven't seen it yet, no. All right. So it's just me and Zambo here. Yeah. Um, I have not seen the King Comedy. I have not seen- That doesn't shock um, me at all. Taxi Driver. So that also doesn't shock me. Oh. Have you, have you seen Why any? wouldn't that shock me? No. So have you seen any of Marty Scorsese's movies ever? Maybe? I no. Don't know. No, I don't, no, that's a no. Uh, no, no. That's a no. Okay. So I haven't seen that stuff. Do you so now I, want to see it having watched this movie? No. <laughs> okay. No, because I'm like, I that was a, like, that was a I, strong. Should no. I? Should no. I? Should I? These comparisons, to these other movies, I'm like they're far better. But what I saw, I was like, yeah, it was there. I saw it. You know, it was, it was, it was what it was. And then they had the <laughs> the, the little the little twist, the little you know surprise twist at it. And now it makes me think, I really didn't need to see that movie at all. But really, uh, uh, Joaquin did a great job as a Joker. Right, um, not as good as uh, Heath Ledger did. Okay, but now, does he actually play the Joker? That's up to interpretation. The whole movie is completely up to interpretation, which is the thing I do not like. I don't like a movie that says, right. "Well, you got to figure it out on your own." Guess no. Like, that, wait a minute. No, that's, that's, that's that's your you're job. Just being lazy. That's your job. You got to tell me <laughs> right what's going on. I didn't. I didn't go and make a movie. You made a movie. Right. Do your job. So it's up to interpretation. So, like I said, you have to see it, and then we can be like, "Well, did this? Did that?" And it's, so he might have played the Joker. He might have played a Joker. I don't know. And the thing is, what the intent of the director was might not even be what what you saw. So he could say right. one thing, you say something else, and it's just your opinion. So. Right. So yeah, it's in between. Is this the first movie you've seen with Robert De Niro in it? No. Okay. It's in between two photos on Google Maps. So like, what are we looking at? The, oh, the, the stairs, stairs. The stairs scene. The, the stairs where he does oh, the dance yeah. and where he walks up in the yeah. movie. Um, so like, it's in between two photos. So you get like a little bit of this angle, and then you get a little bit of that angle. You can't get in between. It really stinks. Where oh, is this? Uh, the Bronx, about. actually. Yeah. Twelve oh one Shakespeare Avenue. There you, go. you know how you many morons are going to cosplay on that? Oh, oh it's already too late. They've already had. It's already been happening, man. Yeah. So is it worth seeing the Joker? Okay, you saw Taxi Driver, right? Yeah. You would like this movie. Okay. In my personal opinion, if you've seen Taxi Driver, if you've seen how people like in Falling Down, that slow descent into madness, mm -hmm. and you're kind of like a fan of, let's see where this goes, you'll like that portion of it. There's okay. some parts of the plot that are a little predictable, in my opinion, but a lot of it was actually where you went, okay, yeah. 
right. Yeah, it's no mm. like it's no. I mean, it's a little ham-fisted with some things that are going on, but it doesn't go crazy with it. Is it worth actually watching in the theaters or waiting for it to come to Netflix? I say um, wait. I mean, yeah, you would definitely say wait, and I don't mean that in a negative way. Um, I do. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that, that's kind of up for if yeah. you well, feel like it's a rainy day. I was about to say, it's a rainy day on a Tuesday in the middle of the day. You go, yeah, screw it. Let's go. Like, I got nothing else to see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I would, I would classify it as that. Very wide it is, it, it's, yeah. it's a, range it's of Exactly, yeah. because yeah. the movie is completely 100% open to interpretation. Because there are certain things that I want to talk to Zambo later. Yeah, we'll talk off air just to not spoil yeah, it's it's something like, well, I guess I guess this, mm-hmm. I guess that, maybe, maybe not. So it's a it's a whole there's some interesting whole that thing. I, there's some things that I did figure out in the movie by just simply paying attention to just small like small little nuances or like little things that little were said. Things, and I went, yes. I bet you that's this. And they go, oh look at that. Like it's yeah. just it's just one of those things. Mm-hmm. So, so so yeah. Um, but that's it for the news. <laughs> so uh, we have Greg is right. on is on our Facebook live. So Greg, um, we're going to tell you to call in when we take our break. So we'll be right back with a game. Hi, this is Ellen Dubin, star of Lex, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Keep listening. Hi, you've heard my voice open and close the show. Now we want to hear your voice. If you have a business or product, you can record a commercial here. We offer 30 and 60 second spots. For more information, contact Mark at MFC underscore studios at hotmail.com. This is Michael Bell, the voice of Duke from G.I. Joe, and I am here at Cradlecom, and I am with It Came From The Radio. Whether you're looking for pre-code horror, good girl art, or superhero comic books, check out Not from this earth.com they specialize in rare comic books but they also have an extensive stock of popular comics to help you fill in the holes in your collection that's not from this earth.com use code w-a-r-y to receive a 10 percent discount on your entire order also make sure you stop by our booth at the long island comic expo sunday november 3rd at the Long Island Hilton. Admission is just $5. Hi, this is Sue Lee from Face Off Season 2. You're listening to It Came From The Radio. Hey guys, I'm Christy, and I'm here to make the coolest custom cake for your next event. I also do cake pops, cupcakes, cookies, you name it. So if you're searching for the perfect birthday gift, preparing for your big day, or maybe there's nothing coming up, but your sweet tooth may have just given your brain a swift kick because of me. Give me a call at 631-606-8166 or follow me at Custom Cakes by Christy, I-N-C. That's K-R-I-S-T-Y. Thanks. Hi, this is Amy Jo Johnson, writer-director from the film The Space Between, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Hello, everyone. This is Envoy Comic Distributors, the independent distributor for independent minds. We represent some of the finest small press and self-publishers out there today. To learn more about us and our publishers, search for Envoy Comic Distributors on Facebook. And shop for us online at envoy.storeenvy.com. That's E-N-V-O-Y dot S-T-O-R-E-N-V-Y dot com. Have a great day. Hi, this is Aaron Gray from Buck Rogers in the 25th Century, and you're listening to It Came From The Radio. Now, back to our show. And welcome back to It Came From The Radio. This is your host, Mark Torres, speaking along with Charlie Saladino, senior correspondent, Dominic, the Finnish man, Pronto Comics guy, and Sean, uh, I forgot his last name. Uh, That's okay, just Sean. The guy. Say hi, Sean. <laughs> Sean the guy. Hi. So we are live on tape with our special guest on the phone. We have Greg Iosa. Say hi, Greg. Hello, gentlemen. 
There we go. Hello. There we go. Uh, Mark, can I just say one thing to you? Yes. Enunciation. Enunciation. Yeah, because you're... You sounded like you're working for the MTA. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll keep <laughs> that in mind. I'm just saying, man. So, Greg... Well, uh, Avenue, I mean, oh, uh, still. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, welcome to the, 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 the next the next stop the next yeah. stop yeah, the next stop is Ron Conkama. So Greg, the next stop is you wake up in Ron Conkama. What? That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, a long day. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Greg, we have a. I always affectionately call you the five dollar guy because you run a convention and it costs only five dollars to get in. So you're having another one what coming up very soon. Correct. Uh, yes, November 3rd, first Sunday of November at the uh, Huntington Hilton uh, from uh, 10 to 6. Now, I've had many uh, convention organizers on the show, and I always ask them the same question. Now that you've done it a couple times, why in the world do you still want to keep on doing conventions? I mean, it beats putting on a shirt and tie. <laughs> you are wearing a shirt of some kind, though, correct? I mean... It'll be what a $6 convention. You are wearing a shirt of some kind, though, right? You're not going to walk around bare-chested, are you? Hold on one second. Uh-oh. Oh, uh -oh. wow. Oh, this is... To beat off of that, <laughs> cosplay can require no shirts. So That's true. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Nothing's worse than when you see someone cosplaying shirtless who really should not be shirtless. But now they can well, be... Kudos uh, to them on their confidence. They can be uh, overweight. Other than that, though, yeah. I think they put in <laughs> overweight Thor into the movies just to give everyone hope. No, it's to give the dad bods hope. That's, <laughs> that's, what, that's it is. what I mean. It's give dad bods like, hope. People like you and me. All right, so Greg, are we are we good now, Greg? Why are you lumping me into this? I'm not I lumping you into this. Yeah. I okay. have a chiseled physique. You're chiseled voluptuous. I apologize. <laughs> All right, Greg. See, this is why I prefer people in the studio. Oh, who? Um, <laughs> why? So Dominic was asking, are you going to be shirtless for the convention? Uh, not for this one. Okay. Maybe next year. Maybe when we go to a two-day show, we'll bust out something special. There we That's go. That's good. I like that idea. If you do take it to on a two-day show, will it still be $5? Oh, always. But $5 each day? We'll see about that. Okay. <laughs> the five is there. I don't know. So why why five? Why not ten? Why not two? Why not twenty? What's what? What is the definition of the five dollars for you? Was there something that happened why, in your childhood? Why not free? Because <laughs> that's your convention. I don't know. <laughs> why not free? Why not? Do you want to make any money at this? I mean, I mean the, the idea. I mean, I would love to be able to put this show on, and, and the, the idea is to be able in the future to hopefully maybe one day to be able to do it for people for free. Really? Um, as of right now, I do it for uh, children ten and under for free, um, and I just charge the five dollars. I mean, you got to do something to keep the lights on, but um, I do have some things in the works for maybe hopefully next year moving it to a free show for people. Um, wow. You know what's funny though is when you give things away to people for free, they don't see a value in it. That's correct. So, like, if I gave people a free show. They wouldn't think it was as good as charging them five dollars for it. So basically, it's the cheapest you can charge while still giving it an illusion of something that's a a, a good deal for free, really. Well, I mean, I, I I'd say it's a pretty good deal. I don't know if it's an illusion. I mean, you can bring a family of four to my show for cheap, and one person goes to a movie. 
Right. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like the 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 fact that it's only five dollars makes it a very uh, <clears throat> uh, appetizing thing for people, especially people like me who are dirt poor, um, to go to places such as this. And you do have a pretty darn good family friendly show. I mean, I've been to your show. It is amazing for five dollars. It's not an illusion of great value. It is great value. And uh, this show is going to be uh, three times the size. Ooh. Uh, nice. I, uh, I, I tripled the size of uh, the next show. So how did... All right, so... It's amazing. So let's, let's, let's go with the, the business end on this. How do you still make a profit if you're only charging $5? Well... I mean, when I started the show, I started it because I also sell comic books. I saw, and I couldn't find a show that I liked to sell my comic books. So I didn't create the show so much to make money on the show. I made it just so vendors can make money and sell their books. I'm going into this as another, you know, vendor, as everybody else that does my show. So, you know, when I started, I was tired of going to the bigger shows paying, you know, 20 to $30 to get in, 20 to $30 for my girlfriend to get in, you know. By the end of the day, I was spending 150 200 bucks before I was able to buy a comic. Wow. So I wanted a show where people can come in and not spend their money at the front door, but they can actually go in and say, oh, I didn't go to a show today. I went to a show and I bought a first appearance of Gambit, you know, <laughs> or cool, they left with a cool comic book that they were now able to afford because I allowed them into the show for five bucks. So really, if you think about it, there's a lot of conventions out there that say it's you know, you know, buy fans for fans, as 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 the new thing is, or buy cosplayers for cosplayers, or buy this. So this is a buy a vendor for vendors, and then for everybody else also. Yeah, I try and make everybody happy. <laughs> you know what they say about that, though. What do they say about that? <laughs> you can't please everyone. So Charlie, mm, yeah, yeah, no. No, and I just agree with him wholeheartedly. Like the more the less you spend at the door, the more you can the more you can buy at the convention. Uh you don't you don't have to worry about saving all your money for the door. And I, I think that I always thought that was a great idea. I always thought it was very considerate of the showrunner to do that. And uh, you know, I, I think that's always a great convention. And another thing is that uh, it's free parking, right? Yeah, it's going to be at the, the Hilton, so they have free parking there. So that's another cost-saving measure. And what are we talking about food here? Are we talking uh, Javits Center prices where it's uh, $30 for a bottle of water? Second mortgage no, for a hot dog? Um, as, as far as uh, food goes, there, there will be a, a food truck vendor outside. Um, we will have uh, a pretzel vendor inside. Um, also oh. inside, we will have uh, your future guest later uh, tonight or in past time, depending on when this airs. <laughs> Christy <laughs> will also be there. Um, and I think that's about it for food. But the, 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 the New York Strip uh, truck we're going to have, that pretty much has everything covered as far as uh, savory. Wow. So how did so how do you manage to put a show together? <clears throat> and you're telling everybody it's only going to be five dollars, so that way it, it it gives everybody incentive to want to be part of the show, you know, uh, artists or vendors, right? So you have that down, but how do you convince people that people are going to show up for a five dollar convention? 
Um, trial and error. I mean, at this point, this is now my seventh show. So at this point, it's not really convincing people. People know people are going to show up. You know, but, but uh, you know, it, it takes time to get there. You got to build a show. Like my first show I ever did um, was the Rockville Center show. Yeah, I remember where, that. Uh, I think uh, 500 people showed up for that show. That's pretty good yeah, as a first that, show. Yeah, no, I was, I was pretty happy. And that was a much smaller uh, location. I think we only, we only had uh, 40 vendors in that room. I had 36 vendors and four artists to start. So how do and, you... Uh, well, I think Mark... What, Mike, what Mark is trying to get to is, like, how are you making any money? <laughs> that's really what he's trying to say, but how he, he doesn't... Like he can't... On a, uh, he, he's yeah. Trying, yeah, that's what he wants to know. How are you even uh, surviving like doing this? I, I think Mark's looking for the... It came from the radio con next year that he's working on building. <laughs> the he's been working yes. on the... It came from the radio con for the past 10 years, and he still doesn't understand how the business works. Yeah, it's that and my comic and a whole bunch <laughs> right. of other stuff that I have no idea what the hell's going on. No. I, I mean, I mean, the basic simplest way to put it, Mark, is it's the vendors pay for it to be at the show. Mm, okay. Mm. A, I mean, they do, they do this at every show. I just don't feel a need to get rich off everybody. And, right. and and for your other question, Mark, it would be like field of conventions. If you want to charge, they will come. I guess mm. I guess yes. so. Yeah. So how do you decide how big you're going to get? Because you said the first show was 500 people, small place in Rockville Center. And now you're doing, well, how big? What, five times the size of that show? Because if this show is three times bigger than the last show, you're about five times bigger than yeah, your first I mean, show? Yeah, we had 40 tables at the first show, and I'm looking at... It's 250 at this show. Yeah, that's crazy. So how it's do you... It's going to be... Prob- good. So how do you figure how big you're going to get? Is there is there a limit that you can get to? Can I, I think I've asked this last time. Can you get to New York Comic Con size? I'm, I'm only really confined by the size of the venue that I can use. Um, and with Long Island, there there is no Jacob Javits Center on Long Island. There, there is no large convention center for people like us to use. Um, there are some larger arenas, but, you know, it's like you have Nassau Coliseum or even that's not the size of the Javits. Right. So it's really just comes down to the size of the building. Whatever the venue will give me, I'm going to use up the space and fit as much as I can. Wow. So what kind of, uh, do you have any panels? Do you have any uh, contests, cosplay contests? Do you have any other events besides just going in there looking out to buy stuff? Oh, yeah. So for this show, I'm going to have uh, the main ballroom. You're looking at about you know 10,000 square feet. Uh, it's 120 tables of artists um, and comic book dealers um, and pretty much everything comic book related. Um, then I'm going to have another uh, ballroom, which is going to be 7,000 square feet. Uh, it's going to be more cosplay uh, geared, where we're going to have a, a cosplay alley where we have about 30 cosplayers set up showing off uh, what they do. Um, we're going to have a stage set up in there for uh, all the cosplay contests, which we have the adult cosplay contests, we have the children's cosplay contests, um, as well as we're going to be running a couple other contests on the stage there and panels. Um, I have eight breakout rooms. Um, we're going to be hosting uh, a kids breakout rooms. Uh, 
Yeah. So just uh, extra rooms for extra stuff going on. Oh, I thought like you were going to have like escape room things going on <laughs> or something. Break out of the... Yeah. Just which, lock which, them in there. Which kind of would be kind of cool. It's like <laughs> choose a different escape breakout room thing. I thought maybe like, because there's that escape room that's, there's several of them on Long Island. I thought maybe someone wanted to do that with you. Well, that's amazing that you bring that up because in one of the breakout rooms, I will have an escape room. <laughs> hey! Yes! Almost as if it I happened. called it. I called it. That's awesome, actually. Yeah, You're the first time I've ever seen a con. Like pretty that. Cool. I, li- I like to add interactive things to the show to let people uh, have fun besides just, like, you know, diving through long boxes. Which which can can be entertaining, but it only can take up so much of your time. Yeah. I mean, I can spend all day doing it, but my ride wants to go do other things. Right. <laughs> are so you telling me that the the ladies and significant others that are accompanying the, the fanboys and girls that want to like just go through long boxes aren't interested watching that significant other just scrolling through comics with their fingertips? Hmm. I mean, it takes a special someone. It does. <laughs> it's, if you... If anyone out there who's who's a fan of comics that loves to go through long boxes has found someone that not just like puts up with that, but actually uh, loves that you do that, marry that person. Just marry like, that person now. Yeah, it's like you know, you're not going to find better. When you do the dating thing, I like to take long walks on the beach. I like to go through long boxes of comics. You know. So. Yeah, you know. I like to put on a little Pantera and just go through long boxes of comics on a Saturday mm-hmm. night. So. <laughs> Nothing says romance like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah baby. I've kind of grown the show off of is that theory that I want to be able to spend four hours going through a long box while whoever I'm with is also having fun. <laughs> so I try and add things like the escape room. Um, I have uh, we have art classes. Uh, there's all kinds of different panels going on throughout the day. There's the cosplay and the cosplay uh, panels. Um after the show, too, we're doing, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Pop Draw. I have no, no, but tell us more about that, please. Yes, please explain it. So Pop Draw, uh, they, they've done a couple of shows on the island. Uh, I think they did um, up in Huntington, they did an event, and they did an event at Blick over in Carl Place. Uh, and what it is is you can go in and draw. Cosplayers will stand there in front of you and model as you draw them or sketch them. Oh, wow. So it's, uh, that's going to be after the show, and that's from uh, 6.30 to 9.30. For anybody who wants to stick around afterwards, um, we'll have a bunch of cosplayers. So as opposed to you just, uh, oh, I'm going to draw a Batman, now you'll have a live Batman standing four feet in front of you that you can sketch. And all this is included in the $5. There's not an additional charge or anything. Uh, for that, the Potter event, it's a separate event. Okay. Uh, so that's $15 to do. Still not uh, bad. Which normally I believe they charge twenty dollars when they normally do an event, so they discount it down to fifteen for the day. That was nice enough. That's actually kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. A... So I thought that was pretty cool. And a lot of the artists that are doing the show will probably stick around to draw, and all the cosplayers from the day will probably stick around the model. So it's like a a second event, and so basically for both things you're paying twenty dollars, and you're getting a show. Um, you're getting uh, an a, an interactive event afterwards. That's a pretty good uh, good deal. Yeah, I thought that would be fun for uh, people. So we are at our... If they can make it out of the escape room in time. (laughs) (laughs) Leave them locked in there. See, that's that's a whole other convention. Um, Have you ever tried an escape room, Mark? No. 
Yeah, okay. Um, social media times. Where can people find out more about your stuff? Where can people... I mean, it is uh, coming up... Uh, when this airs, it'll be this week, so on November 3rd. So how can people find out more about the your stuff? Well, you can go to my website at uh, www.licomicbookexpo.com. Um, you can also find us on uh, Facebook, uh, which is, I think, just facebook.com forward slash licomicbookexpo. If by or, chance, uh, if you typed in $5 guy comic book uh, convention, would that also pop up? You know what? I guarantee you it will next time I talk to you. <laughs> uh, Write that down. About. SEO. Five dollars. <laughs> that's a good idea. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> hey. I'm right on top of that, Rose. Hey, hey some, man, that's good. Nothing sometimes, you know, it's the little things that make it better. I, I, I see. Um, I've been to at least three of the of your shows, maybe even more. Charlie, you've been to? Uh, yeah, we've been there. Yeah, and Dominic has also been to. Oh, uh, yeah. And they're really Love great. The they're, they're really they're, great. They're for, amazing. I was for five dollars, it's an amazing thing. So, so let's say it was a thirty dollars convention, it'd be all right. But for five dollars, five dollars, holy man. crap, man! This is a good deal. Family friendly. Kids are free. Free parking. What more? What more can you ask for? What more could you want out of this convention? What do you want and, more? And you have a, a very a variety of vendors where you're never bored from one table to another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they it had was like an a, amazing convention. They had the video game area. I remember one time. So there's a lot of different things, and it's really, it's a it's a, an amazing little little uh, corner of the world you've actually managed to get for yourself. You know. Because there's, there's right. no competition for you in particular because you are so uh, giving such a great value on, on the convention. So I wouldn't even say like, you know, if, if let's say if uh, New York Comic Con was on the same day. It's not even a competition. You know, you have your convention. You have the great value. And it's, it's, it's such a great thing to do. So I want to congratulate you and commend you for doing such a little uh, thing for everybody out in Long Island. Are you planning to take this beyond Long Island? Um, I mean, there's so much competition out there in every state already. There's, and there's only so many places you can go. Um, as of right now, there's no big ideas to go outside of Long Island. Um, I hear Hawaii is nice, though. So I don't know if they have <laughs> uh-huh. Well, they just had the L.A. Uh, Comic-Con. Yeah, you should try, like, to do the Hawaii Comic-Con. Yeah. You guys would come, right? Oh, I'll oh, give, fly me out, though. I'm a VIP. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, if, if... One thing, Mark, though, you... Hey, if Dad... About being, like, our families go. Yes. Um, I do, I do want to just reiterate, too, that kids are also free. Um, and that's the one thing I really try and do is I want to be the most kid-friendly, family-friendly show. Um, we will have uh, balloon uh, uh, twist people, artists. I'm not really sure what you call them. Um, well, face painters. Um, there's going to be an entire uh, room, another 1,200 square feet dedicated just to uh, kids. It's going to be like a little, a little mini convention just for kids. But make um, sure the parents go with them, not just leave your kid there and off you go, right? It's not one of those things. Well, you. Yeah, no, I don't want to. <laughs> it's not a daycare. <laughs> no, um, but I am also lining up things for the adults too. If they can get them in the way, like I'm looking at right now, uh, having uh, masseuses there. Ooh, uh, smart. You know, yeah, for baby. For you know, for that person that's waiting for somebody to end up finish their long box diving, you know, they can go get a ten minute massage. 
That's one thing I definitely missed at New York Comic Con this year. And I asked around and like, you guys got the massage therapist again? Because they weren't there last year. Like, no, no, we really had to uh, really <clears throat> pare down and blah, blah, blah. And they gave me a lot of reasons why. I'm like, yeah, that's but not what I want. I really wanted a massage. One year they gave out free air. <laughs> they had an oxygen bar at New York Comic Con. Yeah. For the for the press area, it was an well, considering the air that you're breathing at the, at the Javits <laughs> Center, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, so we are almost out of time. So it's time for our final thoughts. So Charlie, since you're sitting to the right of me, do you have a final thought? Yeah, I, I have a big final thought. Go to this convention. It's an amazing convention. We always have a blast at it, and and you can't beat the price. Zambo, you have a final thought? Um, yes, actually, I do. And then I had it and I lost it. Dang it. Um, <laughs> you want me to come back to you? Oh, yeah, come back to me. Come back to me. I'm Sean, do you have a final it. thought? Are you still there, Sean? Are you alive? I remember now. I'm alive. Uh, uh, does this sound like something you want to go to? Talk uh, to the mic. Yeah, definitely, for sure. It sounds like, you uh, go. like the guy said uh, it's family-friendly. Uh, I would definitely go to it. And as a college awesome. student, $5 ain't so bad, is it? Not bad at all. There you <laughs> go. That or you eat that night, so why not? <laughs> Dominic, final thought? All right, I got it. Uh, yes, go and see Pronto Comics at the Long Island Comic Expo. Woo! Oh, there you go. Yeah. Awesome. Zambo, we'll final thought? All right, my final thought is, go on, honey. Go play in the escape room. I'm going to go look for a copy of Death of Superman. Yeah. Oh, we found it. Come back. Yeah. <laughs> Greg. There's four million of them. Why look for that? <laughs> Greg, do you have a final thought for us? Um, definitely hope to see everybody at the show. There's going to be a little bit of something for everybody. Uh, one thing we didn't touch on, too, uh, even though it's only a $5 show, uh, we do have some big names, too. Mark Fixerer will be at the show. Ooh, Tex. Uh, yeah. Grab all your Ghost Rider comics and your glow-in-the-dark and gotta come and get that signed. Um, and, uh, you know, it's like to have a good time and hope everybody else does as well and enjoys the show. We'll see everybody there. Yeah, awesome. so my final thought is this. Thank you very for calling in, and um, I really appreciate you giving us uh, tickets to give away on the show for our live show, for those of you who are... Uh, are going to go on our Facebook Live and listening to us right now. Um, so that about does it for this week on It Came From The Radio. Does it really? Join us right here every week on this radio station. If you miss any part of the show, Tough. go to our website, www.itcamefromtheradio.com. Listen to your archives, which will be up in a week or so. We have a Facebook page. We have a YouTube page. We have a Instagram and all that fun stuff. Or you can listen to us on places such as... Overcast, Pocketcast, iHeart, Google Play, iTunes, Breaker or Breaker, Google Podcast, Radio Public, Spotify, Podbean, Player FM, Soundcast, Acast, Castbox, TuneIn, Stitcher, Podmus, Luminary, Blueberry, Mixcloud, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, Podcast Addict, Castro, Pandora, and you can also ask Alexa to listen to It Came From The Radio. Wait, and we can? Yes. Oh, I'm going to do that. We're, we're on that, I'm so... That. I'm doing that when I get home. Yeah, so we will That's see really you cool. next week. You've been listening to It Came From The Radio with Mark Torres. The views of the show's hosts and guests did not necessarily reflect that of the management, owners, or staff of the station. We now return you to your earthly scheduled broadcast.